Welcome to WUED, the Big Talker, on the Leroy and Earl Show. This is an iHeartRadio podcast. And now, live from the Discount Wheelie Studio, deep beneath the Earth's crust. I keep saying Earth's crust like I'm, you know, just happy to be here. Damn it, try it again. Welcome to WUED, The Big Talker, on The Leroy and Earl Show. This is an iHeartRadio podcast, and now live from the Discount Wheelie Studio, deep beneath the Earth's... I can't say Earth's crust. I can't say it. I know. I Don't look at me like that. You stole the show from me. I can't say Earth's... 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 Can, deep beneath the crust. Can we change it? Guess what, shitheads? It's time for the show. All right. Welcome to the Leroy and Earl Show. Actually, it's uh, WUED, the big talker, on the Leroy and Earl Show. And I give much thanks to Leroy, Leroy, who did that uh, intro for us, although uh, he screwed it up quite a bit now. He did fix it, and it is, uh, it is good to go, but I didn't want to play the finished version tonight because... Uh, Carlisi's not here. He's on his vacation in the Bahamas. So, who's jealous? I'm jealous. You want to know how jealous I am? This is how jealous I am. That's how jealous I am. So, anyway, on tonight's show, we've got an awesome guest who will be here at 7.15 approximately. She couldn't be here right at 7, so no big deal. I just got a few minutes to fill. Yikes. Yeah, I don't have any material, but I'll fill it somehow. So anyway, our guest tonight is Don Gifford, who uh, in 2017 in the summer rode her bicycle with her father and uh, some other people across the entire country from San Francisco, California to Yorktown, Virginia. And uh, wow, I mean, I can't even really fathom that. <laughs> so that should be very interesting uh, to hear some of her stories and uh, why they did it and all that stuff. And uh, yeah. So, we are live on YouTube, and we're live on the Podbean app. Jump on in. Booney Joel is in the live studio. Nice to see you there, Booney Joel. Tell me, uh, tell me all about it. There's actually a way to join uh, on Podbean to join in and talk to us, but I don't know how to do it, and I'm not going to figure out how to do it. So, if you want to listen, <laughs> you want to talk to us on Podbean when we're live every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, you can figure it out. But you could also call us on a regular old cell phone at 330-474-WUED, which is 98... Why do I always forget the number? 9833, sorry. <laughs> Ever since Carlisle made it, Carlisi. Why would I call him Carlisle? That's weird. Uh, sure, get, try to give me a call there, Booney Joe. I got some time to fill before our guest shows up. Um... Ever since he started calling it WUED, I forgot the actual numbers to it. And our guest is here early. All right. Uh, Booney Joe would like to call in. Let's see if I can make that happen. I don't know how to do it. Oh, let me click that. And let's try connect. Booney Joel, are you there? I am here. Wow. Wow. Look at that. I'm getting an echo, but I might be able to fix that. Oh, yeah. it might be on my end. It said if I don't use a headset, you might get one. Uh, but it's me echoing. That's weird. Oh, yeah, I don't hear an echo. Well, it didn't say who would have an echo. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> How about now? Do you still have an echo? Uh, let me see. No, it's gone. Perfectly, yep. so perfectly. I turned on a headset. 
Nice. Your audio is very clear. I like it. Oh, cool. I like it a lot. So you it's through the app. It sounds good. Nice. Nice. So you're just talking into your phone and you got uh, your headphones in? Is that how it's working? Uh, I'm even talking through the uh, microphone on the headset. Huh. Nice. No. So yeah. uh, our guest showed up a little bit early. Uh, can you hear? Can you hear everything, dear? Yes. Yes. You have to like you have to get like right here and you can adjust that a little bit. Of being too close to the microphone. Okay, sorry. I kind of had you muted, so that didn't help at all. <laughs> so, Seems kind of normal. <laughs> I think she may have listened to this show before. <laughs> That's what it sounds like. <laughs> wow. So, uh, Mr. Mr. Brown, Mr. Uh, Dr. Brown, that's who you are. I'm like, who is this guy on the, on are the liner? We, are we still using the names? I mean, are, are they gone? Uh, no, I don't think so. This is still the Leroy. Oh, okay, cool. This is still the Leroy and Earl show. All right, fair enough. Yeah, it's just, it's just now it's just uh, WUED, the big talker on the Leroy and Earl show. Oh, we got a dog in the background. Nice. Yeah, there's two of them. Sorry. <laughs> Downside of not having a studio. <laughs> But. Well, I appreciate you calling anyway. in. You got anything you want to uh, unload on us here? Uh, keep the show up. It's great. Still loving to hear it. Um, even if I don't get to listen to it live all the time. And uh, I hope you have a good show. Oh, I appreciate it. I appreciate you, I appreciate you trying the Podbean app. That's uh, it's nice to know that it works. It wasn't too hard to figure out. No problem. No. Awesome. Well, I'm going to have this playing, and uh, I got a game of shoots and ladders, apparently, I'm about to join into. Nice. Well, good luck with that. That takes a lot of skill. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> All right. We'll talk to you later. Yep. Have a good one. All right. Thanks. Bye. All right. That's Dr. Brown. I don't know why I called him. I called him some weird names. I call, I'm calling people weird names tonight. So, in studio with us tonight is... One of the nicest people I've ever had the pleasure of meeting in my life. Her name is Dawn. And in the summer of 2017, she got on her bicycle. And she rode all the way across the country from San Francisco, California to, to Yorktown, Virginia. And that took you about how long? It was 54 days of riding. We were actually on the road 62 days because we had some rest days that you could imagine were well-deserved <laughs> and also just allowing us to wash our bedding and our clothes. And each of those stayover days, we did some kind of community involvement. We worked at a food pantry. We um, helped with different projects. Um, the Christian Motorcycle Association invited us one day for 4th of July to their event. Um, but we just had a great time. And um, it was my dad and I. I was 42 at this time, and my dad was 68. Wait, 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 wait. You were 42 in 2017? Is that what you're saying? You, is that what you're saying your age? Yes. It's just confusing because, I mean, you look like you're 24, maybe 25, maybe pushing 30 at the most. 
That's because your eyesight is going is that, bad. Wait, yeah. Let me put my glasses on. <laughs> nope. I'm right. Sorry. So a lot of people say, oh, I could have done that when I was younger. And um, my dad is my hero. And he commissioned two friends, Bart and Chris, to help with the ride. Chris did amazing work before we left on the journey. I don't know if you can show your listeners on YouTube um, the type of stuff he put together, but just a turn by turn for every day. That that seems overwhelming there. <laughs> Forget about actually riding your bike on all This that. is day 144. <laughs> and wow. I don't know if I could, that'll come in there, but. Um, if you just kind of flip through, it shows the elevation, the miles, every turn that we would make. And basically, because I was with my dad and I would yield to any man giving me directions and they would not necessarily yield to me. Therefore, I just got on my, I put the map in my pocket. You can see this map got nasty sweaty. Mm -hmm. I would wad it up and put it in my pocket in case I got separated, but I just followed my dad. And if he had questions, then we would look at maps together or I would pull out the GPS. Um, but Chris did all of the advance preparations and um, Kelly and Michelle, some close friends and family, uh, called churches across the nation and got us places to stay every single night where we told people about why we were doing this. It was um, to raise awareness and funds for a couple of missions projects, Shining Light International, a school in Pakistan that educates young people and sets them up with a cottage industry. And... Um, The other one escaped me <laughs> for the moment. It's an um, orphanage in China and Mongolia, and they take in special needs adults. Well, they were small when they came, but the orphanage has been open a long time, and, and so the, the humans just are able to stay at, at this place. So are you allowed to say how much money you raised? Or was that... I mean, I guess you would be loud, right? I mean, right. It was over $10,000 Wow! by the time that we um, tallied everything up. But there's still people giving that first heard about these ministries while we were going across the nation. And they are continuing to give. So it, it is something that is having a lasting effect in the school's that's awesome. Um, I couldn't show your maps on YouTube, but I can show your Facebook page, which I have up right now. C2C 2017, correct? On yes. Facebook? Yes. So if someone was interested in seeing what you donated to or some of what you did, they could go there and check that out, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. There are posts from, especially from Shining Light International, I was able to share posts um, of the school's and the Gujarat people who are who are getting an education because people in America care enough to make sure that that happens so that they don't so that they have options they don't have to necessarily just 
continue being nomadic if they choose to set up an industry or a business they're able to do that nice so uh i should have told you this before we started uh a lot of real podcasts have uh producers and people who, and then people who are on the show i do both so if at any time it feels like i'm not listening to you i am when i'm trying to multitask See, see, I thought these. it was just because you're my husband. It doesn't seem that you're listening to me. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Will you just take this seriously? I also <laughs> thought that was why I was muted, because that's how <laughs> it normally goes. <laughs> Very good. Sorry, I was, I was kind of saving that for the end, towards the end of the interview, but that's okay. You throw that out there right now. This is my lovely wife of 26 years, Dawn Jones. Don Gifford Jones, <laughs> who rode her bike across the country in 2017. And uh, I should have had you on the show long ago, because this is probably the most interesting guest that's ever been on the show, I'm guessing. I'm trying to think of the guest. Yeah, most interesting. Definitely the most a- accomplished. I mean, that's a, that's a huge accomplishment. Like, sometimes I don't even know if you realize how big that is, like... Yeah, there's no way. (laughs) I could ever do that. A big part of it is my village, my community that came and supported me, starting with you. Um, Just making sure that everything was taken care of here at the house so that I didn't have to worry about that. And then my mom, Patience, came from Colorado to live here and take care of the kids while you're at work and um, once once patients took the kids back to Colorado when they were done with their school year then for those six weeks you made things happen here at the house you learned to do your laundry and to go grocery shopping and all of those things yeah it was uh yeah see that coming down here and now and now for the weather there's a person walking <laughs> we have uh, in my studio i have security cameras that uh, you can't see on the screen they're behind me here but uh maybe uh we should go check that out okay <laughs> hey I'll why go. don't you why don't you tell talk more about uh, your ride and i'll go check it out okay so the phone's ringing I have no idea how to answer that phone. My apologies. Okay, well, I think I will just kind of talk over it. And, oh, there it stopped. Okay, so a lot of people ask the same questions every time that I... Um, talk to them. So I'll just answer the general questions. There was um, 54 days of riding, eight rest days. A lot of people want to know how many flat tires we had. And for me, I got one and my dad got two. And we also put on a total of four new tires. We were putting them on before we got flats. We rode 3,700 miles through 13 states. 
The states were California, Nevada, Utah, Colorado, Kansas, Missouri, Illinois, Indiana, Ohio, Pennsylvania, West Virginia, Maryland, and Virginia. So uh, I'm back. Uh, we have a neighbor who's locked out of her house and out of her car, so she wanted to use our phone. So I gave her the phone, and she was dialing. So if you want, you can maybe go up there and make sure she's okay. I'll take over here. Oh, good. The phone rang, and I didn't know what to do. This phone? Oh, oh, the... <laughs> you talking about on the show? Yes. <laughs> Great. Yeah, sorry about that. Okay, yeah, this I'll go is talk perfect. to the neighbor. Yeah, this is perfect. Uh, anyway, thanks for listening to the Leroy and Earl Show. Everybody that's on Podbean, I appreciate you tuning in. Our guest will be right back after she checks on the neighbor. This is what you get when you listen to a non-professional hobby podcast, which is what we got going on here on WUED, the big talker, big talker, talker, talker. on the Leroy and Earl Show. So whoever that was that called, call back and I'll answer it. Um. Anyway, we're live every Wednesday evening at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and uh, on Podbean, which is awesome, awesome. We had uh, Dr. Brown called in to start the show, first person to call in on Podbean, and it sounded great. I love the audio. And you can call us at 330-474-WUED, which is 9833. What else is going on in the world right now? Um well, we talked a lot about politics last week, but Face of Dave on Twitter said, if we keep doing that, he's not going to listen. So let's talk about Donald Trump. I'm kidding. Kidding, Face of Dave. Kidding. Um, yeah, I'm trying to not get too political on this show. So trying to keep it light, fun. Uh, for those that are new to Leroy and Earl's show, we used to be the adult cartoon podcast. We used to do a lot of goofy stuff. Uh, a couple of guys named Leroy and Earl hosted the show. I created it, but they hosted it. And uh, it was uh, one of those shows that you really had to know what was going on to enjoy it, which made it very difficult to get new listeners. So we dis- I decided it was time for Leroy and Earl to step aside for me to take over and uh, do the show. So if we get new listeners, they might stick around because they know what's going on. This is just a basic talk radio show. And uh, my co-host, Carlisi, is uh, on a cruise. He's in the Bahamas. And I'm looking at my security cameras. And uh, it's, it is coming down outside here in Northeast Ohio, snowing like crazy. And he's a lucky man to be in the Bahamas. So he'll be back next week. And uh, he adds a lot, lot to the show. But if you're curious about what I was talking about, the show being the adult cartoon podcast, you can go to LeroyandEarl.com and... Uh, Actually, yeah, go to LeeRonald.com and go listen to a bunch of old episodes. There we go. Whoever it was finally called back. Let me get over here. Hopefully it'll work. Sometimes it doesn't work. You're on the Leroy and Earl Show. Who's this? This is probably one of those times it ain't going to work. Hello. This is a 412 area code. Hey, hello. Oh, well. We use a, use a Google, a Google voice number, and... uh it normally works. I always check it before the show to make sure it works, but doesn't mean it's going to work. So if you can hear me there, caller, just try back. Or maybe I'll call you back. Tom Bradford would like to call in. I'll give you a shot there, Tom. Let's see how this works. Hello, Tom. You're on the Leroy Earl Show. What can I do for you? Hey there. Can you hear me? I can hear you great. Can you hear me? You know what, actually? 
it actually took me a minute to figure out how to be able to talk. <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't realize I was supposed to hit the little phone thing at the bottom. So, but anyway, figured it out. Well, I'm glad you did because um, I couldn't have helped you with it. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, I just thought I'd mention it in case other people don't know. But, okay. Uh, anyway, I was interested in that uh, biking conversation. Did your wife end up leaving? Or Shh. I, I, I got thrown out a couple times. I think my phone just glitched or something. Uh, she should be back any moment. We had a uh, okay. issue with a neighbor who was locked out of their house in their car, and it's snowing like crazy, so she's taking care all of right. that. So she should should be back in a minute. How did you? All uh, right. Well, I'll ask some. Oh, go ahead. I was just say, how did you? How did you end up in in the room tonight on Podbean? Did you just? Happen? I was curious. I just looked through the list, and uh, the Leroy Earl show sounded kind of like my speed, so I thought I'd check it out. Cool, cool. So what's up? You had a question. Uh, well, I was going to ask you, I didn't realize your wife was gone. Like I said, I got thrown out a couple of times. Uh, so if you want to just wait and pause me or something, and then when she comes back, I'll, I was going to ask her about her bike trip around the uh, uh, United States, I guess. Where did she go from, too? She went from San Francisco to Yorktown, Virginia. Okay. And a lot of hills, I guess, I hear, between there and And did you say places. in six weeks? Uh, it How might long have, was that? I think it was, it was uh, 54 days of actual riding. Yeah, so that's it was a fast ride. Yeah, <laughs> it's like wow, fifty-four it, days. I think it was about great. Good for her. About two months total, two and a half months somewhere in there. So I can tell Do you, you bike ride with her. Uh, no, not on that. I mean, I, I ride with her. No, around, certainly not. Yeah, right? <laughs> just in general. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I ride with her around town and stuff. You know, for me, like two or three miles, five miles. Okay, that's enough. <laughs> for, yeah, yeah. For her, it's uh, you know, if she's gonna go riding a bike, it's like twenty or thirty miles. Yeah. I, I, my record is 80. I'm trying to go for 100. It's, you know, it's in the wintertime, I thought, no, I'm not that hardcore, but um, I know her pain. I, well, I, I probably don't know her pain, but yeah. <laughs> I, have, I have an idea. Well, I can tell you what That's it's like. Impressive. I can tell you what it's like to be at home every day alone and come home from work and just have a dog at the house. I can tell you. <laughs> I can tell you. Well, I heard you learned how to do your laundry. That's yeah, good. I did. I finally learned how to work the washing machine. <laughs> And I, how long do you uh, how long do you nuke the shirts for in the microwave? <laughs> I've, I've been trying to figure that out. Well, it really depends on how wet they are. Oh, okay. Yeah, and you know, there's a lot that goes into it. Depends on what kind of material it's made out of, all that kind of stuff. So. Wow. Yeah. All Ho- right. Hopefully, she's gonna show up back down here in a minute. Uh, if not, hey. Uh, so, what part of the country do you live in? You don't have to tell me exactly, but. Pennsylvania. Oh, okay. So your weather's very similar. Yeah, lots of hills here, too. Yeah. I actually, I'm used to flat ground, and I moved here 15 years ago or so. So the hills were kind of the worst part. Yeah, I, yeah. when it comes to bicycling and hills, I'm like, uh, yeah. yeah. I, that's when I wish, wish we lived in Kansas. You know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. There's no hills there. So are you a podcast fan? How did you find yourself on Podbean? Well, I started doing podcasting, and um, I do. I am a podcast fan just okay. in general. I used to, well, not that I used to, I still do, I guess, listen to Christian podcasts. Okay. And then I thought, well, let me try doing this, because I used to teach Sunday school, and then I, that got me interested in the live broadcast to see how people did the show and, and figure out how the phone works, and, uh, and that's kind of how I got here. Nice, nice. Yeah, I've been doing this for, I started this show in 2014, and... Mm. I did it for a very long time under a pseudonym uh, with a, a friend of mine, the Leroy and Earl. That's how the show came about. And it was. Are you 
Leroy or Earl? I'm sorry, I didn't. Uh, well, it depends on who you ask. <laughs> the the reality is, I created the show and I played Leroy, but it was a character. Okay. And my partner played Earl, and that was a character. And we had a, a bunch of other characters on the show that I did on f fake voices and stuff on the phone. And then we had oh, good for you. Callers. It was it was fun, but the problem was, we used uh, uh, pitch shifters to make us sound different. And okay, people who listened to the show and got it loved it in fact we have people that still donate money to this day because they love the show so much the problem is if you're brand new and you just tune in and you hear this weird stuff going on most people just you know they oh yeah they tune out so we were even though the fans we had were hardcore we weren't gaining any fans new fans from any you know anything we did so i finally decided it was try after five years i figured <laughs> it was working getting more fans i figured i would try something different so kind of dropped the whole shtick and uh we haven't changed the name yet but we're thinking about it so okay well uh i'm not sure what to do here I'm, i've never been in this situation where i had a guest here and then a guest leave so i had <laughs> and it's my own wife in my own house so i'm <laughs> not sure not sure wow. what to do about that so but it's great that you called in i appreciate it and I'll, I'll just uh yeah. you know i i would put you on hold but i don't really have anything else to talk about so i might as well talk to you I sound? can talk. I, I'm a talker. Sounds good. So, <laughs> so you're. Uh, so you said you started. Oh, go ahead. No, you go. I was going to say you said you started five years ago, and you started with the uh, the voice thing, for lack of a better way for me to describe it. That's good. What's your What's your format now? Just general talk radio. Okay, so you do general talk each week type thing, right? Is it yeah. Like a set schedule. Or? We basically, yeah, we're we do it live every week, every Wednesday at seven. Okay, so and, you don't release like a. a what do you call it? Uh, a non-live podcast of any kind. You no, just always do live shows. No, we. I'm actually recording the show now, and it'll be released. Uh -huh. It'll be released later tonight. And it'll be up. Okay. Everywhere else, everywhere podcasts are everywhere. We're on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Apple, all of we're everywhere. So, I'm kind of doing two things at once right now. I'm doing a live broadcast. I'm actually doing three things. I'm doing a live on YouTube, live on Podbean, and recording the show at the same time. Oh wow! So, and. My lovely wife is back from Saving the Neighbor. We have a caller on the line, and his name is Tom, and he just wanted to talk to you about riding a bike because he's a bicycle fan, and she's here. Hey, Tom. Cool. Hey there. So 50, was it 54 or 59 days of bike riding? 54 days of riding plus eight rest days, so we were 62 days in the project. So two months your husband had to... Do laundry and cook for himself. That's amazing. Well, <laughs> he had several weeks of my mom being here, helping with the uh -huh. cooking and laundry. And then my mom took the kids with her to her house in Colorado. So then he was just doing the bachelor thing, him and the dog. Okay. So I think it wasn't too, too bad. But when I got home, I noticed that all of his shirts looked really dingy. <laughs> so I, I asked him to show me how he did laundry. And uh -huh. he was actually putting the soap in the fabric softener container because... Yeah, I don't, do we really have to talk about all this? He wants to hear about riding a bike. Because <laughs> he just didn't see the instructions there. So, yeah, he did learn. That's good. You know, yeah. I'm actually a little more surprised that he survived than you did. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It's yeah. true. That's true. It's one yeah. of those things, I, you know, we've been together for a very long time, so... I think he realized 
more of what I do from day to day. <laughs> and that, and that was no kid. There was no kids involved with that. It was just me and the dog. Right, right. But nice. you know that whole concept of a housewife just um, eating bonbons and watching soap operas. I think I think that kind of got rid of that. Good. Yeah, well, I, especially if you're riding your bike that much, that's really active. I'm impressed. So, how many miles per day was that on in average? On average, the average was sixty-eight point five. So Ooh. our minimum was 46 miles. That was in the Colorado Rockies and oh, wow. in Utah. There was, uh, like, Monarch yeah. Pass is um, 11,000 feet. And so when you're, you know, climbing all day, you're, you're going for the 46-mile day. <laughs> and, then, uh-huh. and then our maximum days were 115 miles in Indiana and Kansas, where you just got flat terrain or rolling hills that, that are much easier to, yeah. you know, to navigate. And um, on average, we were, the average day of cycle was six and a half hours in the saddle and, uh-huh. you know, eight hours roadside, including meals and snacks and trying to figure out where we were on the map. And um, I did write down some of my dad's favorites were... All in Colorado. Apparently, he really, really likes climbing mountains on his bike. But it was the Dallas Divide and Lizard Head and Cerro Summit and Monarch. The one that Monarch is the one that had the highest elevation. And I actually got elevation sick. We got to the top and I was fine all the way up. And I hadn't had any problems in the Sierra Nevadas or, or, the other passes that we had climbed, but that one in particular, I got cold at the top and I put three extra shirts on an extra pair of pants and I just couldn't stop shaking. And so that ride down wasn't as pleasant as we had hoped (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) because after you climb all day, you know, you're looking forward to the, the ride down at 40 miles an hour, you know, and I just, I was shaking, so I kept stopping and pulling over and doing jumping jacks, trying to get feeling back in my hands. So, you know, that one we didn't enjoy as much. I was totally enthralled with the Utah canyons. And um, I I knew I loved mountains. After we got through the Sierra Nevadas and I saw the Sierra Nevadas in my rearview mirror on my bicycle helmet, I was really sad seeing those Hmm. snow-capped mountains in my rearview mirror. But then I thought, well, the Rockies are still coming. And (laughs) so, you know, you just keep pushing east, and then there were the Rockies. And and then, you know, I just really loved the mountains in general, but the canyons were amazing. And there's things that I didn't understand about riding in, for example, box canyons in the summer— because the way that they're shaped, the sun shines in one location for a long time, and it's and it's um, shaded all around that. And so it has these weird heat and cold drifts. And the way that the wind comes through the canyons, like it would knock me left of center just wow. in a whoosh. And my dad has 100 pounds on me, so he wasn't knocked around as much as me, but I had to really slow down 
because of those hot spots with the updrafts were amazing. Oh, like yeah. I didn't even realize, but there's just some really neat things to see, you know, out west. And I fell in love with the Rockies, the Utah Canyons, and I really like the Great Allegheny Passage, the Gap. It's a trail that mm-hmm. went from Pittsburgh to Washington, D.C. that we were on. And I really enjoyed that part, too. So what do you ride, Tom? Do you do road bikes, mountain bikes? Well, I've got a story if, you, if you're okay with me telling it. It'll make like you sound stories. extremely good. Yeah, sounds good. We love stories. <laughs> what started me on my bike thing was, you know, I wanted to lose some weight. It turned out I, I just really can't lose weight biking, but that's beside the point. But <laughs> so Same, I, I just, same. I, I have stubborn. that. I'm, What's that? I have the same thing. I was thinking that yeah. this cross-country bike ride, I would lose weight. No. I'm yeah, exactly know, the same crazy? way, beginning and end. Yeah, yeah, I believe you. And I, I was like, I don't know why I do this. I don't lose a thing, not a thing. But anyway, so that's how it started. I, I started out riding my bike close, you know, close by. I live in Pennsylvania. It's very hilly. And I found a small, you know, like flat kind of track area that I could just go in circles and not have to do hills because I was, you know, not in good shape. And I got up to where I thought I was doing like 25 miles and I thought, you know what I really ought to do just to like, you know, take this over the edge. I'm going to commit myself. I'm going to fly home. And then when I fly back, um, I'm going to ride a bike from the airport to my house. And I, you know, I look it all up and everything. It's 50 miles. I'm like, that's just double, you know, I've been working out and I, I can double push-ups or whatever, you know, so I thought, well, I could, certainly I could do this. I can double it. I'm sure I, especially if I must, you know, so I like, I left no way out. And <laughs> I love that. I'm loving the well, story so far. <laughs> yeah. It is a train wreck, just to let you know. It did not end well, but uh, it was a valiant effort. So what happened was <laughs> I land at the airport. I walk over to the Walmart, which is like five miles away, and I, I buy a bicycle, and I ride it back to my house, and I get about 25 miles away. Well, yeah, I, no, I traveled 25 miles well, actually, so that's that's true. It's 25 miles was the halfway mark. So I was still 25 miles away. And, and all of a sudden, I start cramping up. And I did not see that coming. <laughs> and I was like, oh, crap. I didn't plan for cramps. You know, I knew I'd had the heart to do it, but I didn't think my body would stop. And so by the time I'm getting done, I, I'm dragging my bike behind me because <laughs> I didn't want to just leave the bike. You know, I'm, I'm walking and and especially I'm going up and down hills and I could, I got to the point where I couldn't even really coast on the bike. I just had to get off of it and I'm dragging it behind me and, and I'm turning around and pulling it backwards. And I finally, I get to a gas station and I'm like, all right, I got to call my friends and have them come get me. And so this was what it, what it turned out was I wasn't really riding 25. Like I thought it was actually uh, 12. <laughs> oh no. So I was trying to go from 12 to 50 cause I clocked it. I'm like, I can't believe I couldn't double it. Um, I did double it, but I went from 12 to 25, and that was only halfway. And then, um, and then of course, I did it again. I thought, you know what, I'm going to do this again, and I actually did do it the second time. So it ended well. I'm so proud of you that you tried again, <laughs> that you weren't um, put off by the fact that you didn't succeed the first time. Because, you know, getting right back on and and riding again and humbling yourself before your friends and then, (laughs) you know, because I'm sure they weren't gentle with their, no, that's um, joking to you. Good humor. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure you did probably will never hear the end of it, but the fact that you now accomplished it, 
That's awesome. And you didn't have to pay for parking at the airport. No, right? Yeah, it saved me money, so I was able to be cheap. In fact, I used the parking money to buy the bike, which was, you know, obviously it wasn't the best bike they had. So, um, But in the end, it was fun, and it was it, I really enjoyed myself. And that 50 miles, you know, so like for your listeners, here I am cramping at 25, and you were doing... You were doing what, forty-seven in the Rockies? <laughs> yeah, eleven thousand foot elevation. Yeah, you completely kicked my ass. Which, so I guess I'm gonna have to ride across the United States now. Well, you know, I did this backwards from how most people do it. Most people do their twelve miles, and then they're twenty-five, and then they're fifty, and then they do, they do a century ride, a hundred miles, or they do a metric century in there somewhere, you know, in between, but. I just did it completely backwards. My dad said he wanted to ride across the nation and he was um, grieving the death of my mom when I committed to it. I said, well, I'll go with you. I'm not mom, but I'll go. And he's like, when? And I said, well, when my kids are bigger. And then we decided on a year and I trained but the most I ever rode in a day before I, before I did this, now in a day all by myself, not on a tandem, but on my own single bike, the most I ever did was 70 miles. Just because by the time I got 70 miles in, somebody was calling, needed a ride or something needed to be done with the kids. And so there was only so many hours that they were at yeah. school and I would drop them off and go straight to the trail and, you know, pick them up on the way home from the trail and still I could only get 70 miles in there. So I did train and there is a lot that helps with, you know, writing. I love that there are podcasts and that there are blogs of people who have done this before and, and I got to glean help from them. There were things that I looked up along the way. For example, when we were in the Sierra Nevada mountains, I pulled off the road because I needed to go to the restroom and I clomped out into the snow. Now this is May and there's still snow at elevation. And, and so since it's late in the year, a lot of the snow is really dirty and has asphalt in it, even, you know, pushed way back 50 feet from the road. And, and so I went behind a pine tree and I'm kind of holding on to the pine tree and, and pulling my shorts down and my my feet slipped and I fell into on my naked rump into all of the asphalt and oh there's the phone whoops and anyway I suffered from that for two weeks <laughs> ouch but, yeah. you know, but I looked on people's blogs and they told me how to recover from it. And I did. So good for you. You know, it's I love that all of these things, people are willing to say, hey, I did that, too. And this is how I got over it. So I, you know, and you learned the hard way on on your calculator. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I learned I need to look up elevation, too. That's a that's a very important detail I overlooked. It is, and and there yeah. is um, a website, apps called Ride with GPS, and mm. that you can map your route, and it will tell you the elevation. 
and the distance in miles. And nice. that's that's just really cool. And how far are you from Pittsburgh? Could you do that um, ride at the Gap? I really enjoyed that where we rode Pittsburgh to D.C. That was just a really nice trail. Well, I'm a six hour drive from there, but I, okay. you know, I'm the kind of person who would do it though. Yeah. I <laughs> would know, highly recommend that. The... Yeah. That was, it? it was called the gap, the great Allegheny the passage. Okay. Or it might be the great yeah. Allegheny path, but one of those, it's a rails to trails. So a lot of it, um, because it follows the old rail lines, a lot of it is not steep elevation changes. Because the railroads can't do that. Oh, right. Yeah. So any of those rails to trails are are pretty easy elevation. That one was all no car traffic, which is really nice. I mean there was a lot of our a lot of our ride that we were in wide open country with even like free range herds and cattle, horses, mm. you know riding through Indian reservations where we could go, we were on America's loneliest highway for days and days and days. And we'd go all day without seeing a car, even though we were on the highway and it, you know, there's parts of America that are pretty desolate, but what's really cool is we're out there being so quiet. You know, we could ride right past a herd of elk or bighorn mm. sheep and they wouldn't even turn you know, and, and so we could be right in there with them and enjoy nature because we weren't making car noise. And I sure enjoyed that part. So I do encourage you, keep on riding and, you know, look look at, you know, the, the um, either road bike or mountain bike community around you. And you'll get so many tips and hints on on where to go and how to go further and longer and even your local bike shops are just a wealth of knowledge in what kind of equipment you need and a lot of them have you know either used bikes or will tell you when the sale is so that if money is an issue a lot of times still your local bike shops are the place to go mm. nice thank you yeah, congratulations. That's amazing that you did that. That's really impressive. Thanks. It was such Not an honor, especially do. with my dad and doing it for a good cause. And mm -hmm. and now I'm getting into my local biking community. And so that's why I said I did it all backwards, because normally normally oh, the right. C2C ride is, you know, what what you strive for. And then when you're retired, you do it. And and so I kind of did it backwards and. Now I'm doing the shorter rides with my local community. So uh, we have a listener, Dave, who's a loyal listener of the show. He, he's the one that tried to call when I left. Oh, I'm which, sorry, Dave, that I couldn't answer the phone. It, I'm a girl who doesn't know how to answer a phone. It, trust me, it wouldn't have mattered because it wouldn't have worked anyway because he called back while you were gone. And sometimes the, we use a Google Hangouts number, 330-474-WUED. And sometimes it just doesn't work. I don't know why. I always test it before I start the show with my own phone. Sounds great. I can hear. They can hear me. Blah. But then it doesn't. But anyway. Do we have Tom and Dave on the phone uh, right now? Dave's not on the phone. He was on YouTube, but he, he left his question in the comments on YouTube. And his question is, if you had any advice for somebody who is just learning to ride a bike in their 30s. Now, I, I wish I had some more details on that. 
and I'm not sure. He wanted to know if she had any advice for someone who learned how to ride a bike in his 30s. Oh, just keep doing it. Wear a helmet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would say, you know, if you're riding on the road, of course, have good reflectors and, and lights. Um, if you're riding on paths, it's not required. But just keep doing it and set a goal for yourself to um, have a certain number of miles each month so that you just keep going. Like I, I set a goal for myself this year to do a thousand miles um, in 2020. And so that's, you know, about 20 miles a week. And which is nothing compared to riding across the country, really. Right. How many, right. How many miles was that? Did you say that while, while I was gone? Um, 3,700. Wow. 3,700. So you're going to do a third of that. Well, yeah. In, the, in this year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I'm, you know, I don't have support staff and, and everyone around us. So Tom, did you have any more questions? Um, I guess, no, I'm good. All right. Keep riding and okay. build up your community. Um, a lot of times cyclists will, will band together and have some really great rides. So um, you could look up if there's any group rides in your area, you will learn so much. And don't be afraid of a group ride because they take you to places and it doesn't seem like as many miles when you're with a group. Oh, and it's yeah. also safer. And there's yeah. normally a mechanic in the group. So as long as you have an extra inner tube for your for your tires, somebody will know how to change it. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I appreciate Good you. Idea. I appreciate you calling in Tom on the Podbean app. And Hey, you know what? We're live every Wednesday at seven. So you can call okay. anytime you want. Uh, doesn't matter what we're doing. We like to talk to people. So whatever we got planned, if someone calls, we don't care. We'll, we'll derail whatever we're doing <laughs> just to talk to people. So it's fun. <laughs> All right. Appreciate All right, it. Right on. It Take care. Thanks Tom. Take care. Yep. Bye. That was our actually our second live Podbean caller because nice. Dr. Brown called earlier, but that was our first live Podbean caller since we've been using Podbean for about a month. Congratulations. Well, thank you. And it's all because of you. We have more listeners live tonight because of you than we've had probably in four years. Even though I <laughs> ran out to help the neighbor. Well, it was one of those things. What, what, what's, what's the timing? You know, It's a good thing we had the security cam. Of course, we would have known anyway. But Right, right. Right. Um, so with, for Dave, I was trying to think of other tips and, you know, just listening to what I told Tom to, to get involved with your cycling community and, um, you'll be inspired. I would say map out a route that, you know, and, and get comfortable with it. For example, if there's, um, a place that you go often to the gym or to, church or to another location just go ahead and and ride your bike and enjoy that yeah am i muted now can you uh, hear me yeah we can hear you oh okay <laughs> tom's was, still there i wanted to make sure because i thought i was about to make noises and i thought that would be really awkward if they were anyway oh tom we'll, fi <laughs> we'll figure out how to hang up here Hold yeah on. <laughs> Okay, I figured it out, Tom. I can Tom. also be quiet. I, let's see if I can figure out how to mute myself. Uh, well, I'm, oh, I'm a, you're the best, but Chuck will hang up <laughs> yeah, on you. I figured it out, so I'm going oh, I'm, I'm to hang up on you now, okay? Bye, okay, Tom. Cool. Thanks, thanks, Bye. For, thanks for calling. Okay, you might have the best listeners. He's willing to just 
mute. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's new to the Podbean app, and he was, you know, he actually was in the in here before, and he couldn't. He, we could. I couldn't hear him because he he had himself muted or whatever. I don't remember. But the live version of the Podbean app, as far as how people call in, I haven't really studied up on it because I got a lot of the stuff to do. So I figured if somebody really wants to call in, they'll figure it out. So, yeah. Yeah. And I just figured out how to disconnect them. So. It was great to have it. What I was going to say about uh, Dave and the thirty-year-old thing—it's like if you—I'm—I'm I'm just assuming he never was able to ride. I can't imagine like someone that's an adult not being able to ride a bike. Like cause you just—I mean, okay, say so you never rode a bike in your life and you're thirty years old. It might take you a couple minutes to learn it, but it's not going to be like when you're four or five and you got to have training wheels and you keep falling. You know what I mean? Or, or am I wrong there? Is that? No, you're correct. I think I think a thirty year old with decent, with with no medical issues, no that equilibrium w- problem that would cause <laughs> you know cause balance problems. I I mean I wouldn't see any reason why they couldn't just pick it up. Um, and you know of course it's it's like learning to drive a car is something that when you first start, you don't start where there's a bunch of traffic and, and you start where you're familiar and where it's safe and wear a helmet. And if you're going to be on the road, definitely reflectors and lights and those things aren't super expensive at Walmart. You can get better ones at your local bike shop that are more expensive, but, um, it's, it's just a matter of really just, getting out and doing it and being consistent with riding because as soon as you put your bike away and let the tires go flat, it'll be really hard to get back into it. So that's why like today, um, I had an hour to kill near and I was just waiting near my daughter's school cause I didn't want to drive all the way back home. And there's a, a towpath. And so I went and rode on the towpath, um, for about an hour, about 12 miles. And I did wipe out today because I hit oh. some ice. Um, but thankfully, because it was 28 degrees, I was well layered. So my elbow is fine. So Michelle on YouTube, who listens faithfully every week. Thank you, Michelle. Ooh. I've heard a lot a lot about you. I've listened to all of your questions. And I appreciate you listening. She had a couple things to say during the chat. One was how good looking you are. Uh-huh. Wow. Yep. Mm-hmm. Watch out, Chuck. <laughs> and then uh, she wanted to know if you liked uh, spinning. And I wasn't even sure what that meant at first. I kind of assumed what it meant. but It's when it's when you stand in the middle of a room and you put your arms straight out and you close your eyes and you go around really fast. Would you just take this seriously? <laughs> at least that's what I thought it was uh, when when someone first invited me to a spinning they See, said, do you want to go spinning with me? So so, I, I pictured uh, like the old lady is at the spinning wheel, oh, you know, with their feet yeah. going up and down and making making clothes or whatever. See, yours is even better. I pictured us in the yard spinning around with our arms out. And I was <laughs> like, yes, I do like doing that, but it makes me sick. <laughs> but anyway, a spinning class is just an indoor cycling class. Um, the benefit of... A spinning bike rather than the old style bikes is that that there's a tension knob and there's an instructor that's telling you do, you know, 
do these next two minutes on hard tension. This should be hard for you. You should be standing up. You should be pumping. Now, let off, and you should just be spinning. I want you to spin, like, you know, 100 revolutions a minute, like, crazy fast. Hmm. And and it there's music, and there's there's lots of people in the class and everybody's sweating and doing this. And she tells you when to drink and when to stand and when to sit and where to position your hands. I've seen that on TV now that I think about it. Yeah. 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 And, um, so I went to one spinning class, a six week class before I went. So I went 12 times, I think, cause it was two days a week. So I went 12 times to spinning class. Um, while I was training because I thought in the winter that that's what I would do. I faithfully attended all 12 sessions and haven't been back because it is not my thing. I would rather ride in the snow. I would rather wipe out an ice like I did this morning. Um, just, I, I'm not an indoor cycling person. I mean, I enjoy the class. If I'm going to be inside, I don't like riding in rain and wind. So on those kinds of training days, I would say, yes, I can see where a spinning class would would come in. But it's not my favorite. A I lot f- of people love it, though. I, f- I feel like the people that love it would hate, don't like riding outside. They're the same kind of people who like running on treadmills instead of down a path. Right. And, you know, everybody has their thing. And I say, if you like spinning class, go to spinning class. Do it. Enjoy it. You'll get strong. And and you'll be trained. So then, you know, if you are a fair weather rider, spinning class is wonderful because then you just ride in June, July, August. Maybe skip August because it's too hot. June, July, yeah. September um, on nice days. And you are able to do amazing things out on the road or out on the trail because you have trained your body to do those things indoors. So it definitely has its benefits, but it's not for me personally. And I hope that my friend Christy isn't listening (laughs) because she does a, a really good spinning class but it's just not my thing. Well, that's understandable. You are definitely an outdoorsy person. So, yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, I, I would rather be outside in most any weather. The one thing, especially on the sea to sea ride, um, I'm trying to remember, it might have been in Kansas. When you come over a hill and you see wind farm, you just know the rest of your day is going to suck because it the wind is never at your back. <laughs> I was going to ask you, wouldn't it never. be right? Or... It, it just never seems to happen. It's either a crosswind or it's straight in your face. And it's, you know, wind is really difficult because you just ride and ride. And you feel like you're riding so hard and so fast. And you look down, and you're like, oh, good. I'm going 10. Where it feels like you should be going 20 miles an hour. We have a listener on YouTube named Anchor Babcock. Uh, I'm not sure who that is. Should message us on Twitter or Facebook or whatever. Let us know who you are because he's been on before, him or her. I don't know. But he, he made a comment that he didn't like my camo hat. But I thought that oh. really dovetails in with your story because where did I get this camo hat? That's pretty funny because I like to pick up um, hats 
on the side of the road because all my best ball caps have come from the side of the road while I'm cycling. And so I picked that one up for Chuck while I was cycling. I came home and washed it. So that's a roadside treasure. And it fits. It's a, it fits perfectly. I've been wearing it since you brought it back. And you, you, I think I've asked you before. You don't remember where. I mean, it could have been anywhere. Right? I hate to say I stuck it in my pocket. There were days I didn't know what state I was in. I remember, I remember for 4th of July, we were at a... Well, you'd be in the same state for days and days, right? Obviously. Well, sometimes, but then, you know, like that West Virginia, Maryland, then we were back in West Virginia. Like, we kept crossing back and forth on this, the state lines. So, some of it was a little more complicated. I remember um, it wasn't... We were in that area, that West Virginia, Maryland, Virginia area, and we went to a potluck, and I... I looked at this little boy who was eight-ish. I figured he was the only one who wouldn't judge me. And I said, hey, buddy, what state are we in? <laughs> and he's like, what do you mean? And I said, like, if you were to tell someone where you live in the United States, what state would you tell them? He goes, oh, ma'am, I live in West Virginia. And I said, thank you. <laughs> because I literally didn't know. Right then, because I, I hadn't been looking at the map and I didn't really care. I was in charge of oatmeal and snacks and washing all the Grundies. <laughs> Sounds like woman's work. Right. <laughs> well, I appreciate you doing this. This has been a lot of fun. Excellent. And Michelle said she's never seen me this quiet. And then she said probably because I was afraid to interrupt you. That's not true, Michelle. I'm not afraid to interrupt her at all. Isn't that right, dear? See, I'm not. I'm not afraid, right? Well, Michelle, I'm not afraid at all. It has been <laughs> noted wow. um, that Chuck has told me that I dominate conversations, which I never really put two and two together till now because I am slower than I'm slower than molasses. You would be a great podcaster. You should start your own podcast. You could start a podcast about bicycling. I guarantee you, you would quadruple my listeners in a week. You, you've quadrupled my listeners just being on my show tonight. See? You didn't know what a treasure you have Le- right here. Leroy and Earl are at home right now just banging their head. <laughs> Five years of going at it and they got nothing and here I am with you and boom. See, I think, I think that you should start riding your bike with me more. I mean, there's a snowstorm right now. It seems like a great time right now. Yeah. Bicycle. Thanks again. This is the Leroy and Earl show. Actually, this is, man, I keep forgetting. This is WUED, the big talker on the Leroy and Earl show. Thanks for listening. My wonderful guest tonight was my lovely wife, Dawn Jones, who rode her bike across the country. And I thank you for everyone who listened on Podbean. Everyone who listened on YouTube, uh, this podcast, Leroy and Earl Show, is available everywhere and anywhere that you go. What's up? Put that up to your camera. Oh, this was a local newspaper a couple years ago. Sea to Sea, father-daughter duo cycle from coast to coast. Pretty cool. And what's that one? Oh, another one there. So she was famous in the local papers... Nice. So, thanks for all of, 
Thanks for everything you do. Thanks for your service. And uh, we're live every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on YouTube and Podbean. And you can download this in the app anytime you want. Go to LeeWareOnEarl.com. You can hear the latest episode and the episode that means anything and all that stuff. Well, follow us on Twitter at LeeWareOnEarl. We're on Facebook, all that stuff. Instagram, all that stuff. Sorry, Dave, you couldn't get through tonight. Maybe next week it'll work. Who knows? All right. This is weird. All right, thanks for listening. I'll just cut it right there. <laughs>